Hello and welcome to episode 38 of Two Piece Starts Live. He's Tim. And he is Ray. We hope you enjoy the show. So, what's going on? (laughs) Do it. (laughs) Oh yeah, I forgot. Uh, Trivia for two, please. Mmm, it does go well with the chicken. Isn't that what I was supposed to say? Each week, Tim and I try to stump each other on ridiculous video game trivia and determine who is currently the biggest nerd. Oh, actually, before I start... I would like to apologize. Uh, I accept your last apology. week. I had a question about how many Mega Man games there were, and my total was incorrect. In a in a rush to try to get the question done right before the podcast, I miscounted how many there were, and DJ helped point out I was incorrect. Um, you were within ten. We counted around fifty, like sixty games or so. Um, uh, it's hard. In, it's hard because you know with remakes and stuff, you have to exclude yeah, some. It, and it, there's so many. It's very so. In my defense, there are actually over a hundred Mega Man titles in existence. So I don't feel quite so bad about being off. But um, because I tried to simplify it, <laughs> I actually made it more complicated. So uh, <laughs> sorry about that. But this time, I definitely have a correct answer that I know is right. No one can dispute it. Are you ready? Action! Here's your question. What was the last game Rare released on the Nintendo 64? Um, ah, Rare. Golly, I know that... I know they made that Jet... What was that Jet-type game? Jet Force Gemini? Jet Force Gemini. I hated that that game. that one, I think. Um, That was just me, though. They did Banjo Kazooie too, as well. Um, I I don't know. I'm gonna have to guess Banjo Kazooie two. What was that one called? Banjo Tooie. Banjo Tooie was that on the N64? Yes. I mean, that's my guess. I'm sorry, you are incorrect. The correct answer was Conker's Bad Fur Day. Oh, that's right. They did that released one. in 2001. That was one of the last N64 games released, I think. Banjo Tooie was released in 2000. Mm-hmm. So you're just a year off. It's a good guess. Close, but no cigar. All right. Well, I had a really hard time coming up with the question for you. Delicious again, Peter. All right. My question has to do with the game series Civilization. Oh, gosh. Which, uh, each civilization has a ruler, some famous ruler from history (laughs) that represents each civilization, right? Um, Yes. (laughs) So, for instance, uh, the British have Queen Elizabeth, okay? What ruler is used to represent the American civilization? George Washington. That is incorrect. Ah... Your second guess would have been... Uh, Abraham Lincoln. Yep, that's who they chose. Ah, dang it. (laughs) It's like, it has to be one of those, right? It wasn't Bush. 
I think in Civ <laughs> Five they're gonna update it to Barack Obama. So. <laughs> well, we need change, right? Yes, hope and change. I hope they change. Anyway. All right. Well, we we're both incorrect this week. Oh no! Which is a good thing. We're not incredible nerds. We're just partially nerds. Yep. Um, well, with that, it'll take us to a new segment that I like to call. Not us, but just me. Ricky Ricky Remix. Each week I dish out a video game remix favorite of mine, who it's by, and where you can grab it. This week's song was recommended by 2P Start reader Luellic. From the Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney song Victory comes the remix This Feeling by OA. can't say I'm real crazy over this one, but if you'd like to add it to your music collection, I've got a link up right now for those of you listening to the M4A version of the podcast. Otherwise, you can just head over to ocremix.org and track it down yourself. So, Tim, was last week's song any good? Oh, it's awesome. I really liked <laughs> did it. Did you listen? Did you act? <laughs> Why are you so see, asking these hard questions? <laughs> see, every week... I'm going to ask it. So you need to think ahead of time. Like, you know, I should probably at least just listen to that song. I usually to listen sure. to the first 30 seconds of the podcast where we just say hi. And because I need to make sure that it actually works when it goes up on the site. And that's about it. Oh, boy. But I'll try to remember this week. Well, that'll take us to our topic of the week. And this week, is this an 8-bit comeback? Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know, uh, Mega Man 9 was recently announced for multiple platforms, including WiiWare, PlayStation 2, correct? No, no, no. PlayStation Network, the okay, the arcade type of download service. And also Xbox Live. Correct, yep. And Mega Man 9 is brand new Mega Man game in the same style as the originals were. And... Uh, and it's quite an exciting change, I have to say. We're, it's like, you know, we've had some of this with the Wii a little bit, where it's like, okay, it's more about gameplay than graphics. Mm-hmm, yeah. Game development should, be, should all be about making it fun and enjoyable. And if a Mega Man game can be more fun in an 8-bit form than it can as a Star Force, you know, DS game, then by all means, make a new 8-bit Mega Man game. And that's exactly what they've done. So it's like, it's really like the, the first big game to come out for only 10 bucks, I believe to really go back to the game that everybody, the game series everyone really enjoyed, kind of their childhood and that sort of thing. And uh, it's very exciting to me. I'm just, I'm just excited to see where this all starts, or where this all goes from here, essentially. Yeah, I think it's, it's exciting because I think from the beginning of the video game industry, we've headed in a direction of better graphics. And that was a necessary... Uh, evolution because as graphics improved, you know, you'd be able to do different things with games. Like, you, yes. you, with the Atari, you couldn't do things that you could do on the NES, and, and 
as generations evolved, you know, you could do a whole lot more in, in, in storytelling and gameplay elements and that sort of thing. But it's like in, in movies, now we've gotten to a point where CG can, can make almost anything possible, but I, I'm starting to hate when you see this, you know, CG fest of, you know, movies where there's so much computer graphics in there, it, it, it looks kind of ridiculous and it wasn't necessary in the first place. And, and you kind of wish, I wish they had just filmed this, this a certain way, you know, gone back to the basics of actually filming it. It's the same type of thing where, you know, we've gotten so far with 3D, HD, you know, sharp graphic games, you're wondering where, you know, NES games are no less fun than they were in, you know, the 80s. It's still some, challenging. Some are. Well, some. Yeah, some, some don't, don't age, age well. well. But Certainly. the ones that we all loved are still just as wonderful, basically. And, and they're, they're wonderful because of the gameplay. Now, maybe some RPGs would be totally boring today because RPGs are about story, right? Not necessarily, you know, some gameplay elements, but it's a lot about story. And, and stories can be told better today through, you know, more emotion that you see in the face, more, you know, even, even some speaking and whatever else. But... When you're talking about a, a game like Mega Man, that's all about gameplay. There's no reason why you can't do have great gameplay with an 8-bit game. So that is kind yes. of exciting to see them take that step, and it's not a step backwards. I don't want to say that, but right? Take uh, a step back to our roots, basically. Yeah. And, um, and what's I think what's very comical about this is like Mega Man Nine is so much more interesting to me than any recent Mega Man game, you know, and, and it, it's really funny to think, like, soon, like, the next big E3 announcements will be, like, 8-bit graphics, 16-bit <laughs> graphics, you know, I'm feel like, oh my god, it looks amazing, <laughs> you know, like, we're all gonna have that feeling in us, even though it's just so, like, old-looking, too, it's become retro, it's been retro for a long time, but to actually do the games again is, 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 it's very, quite comical to me, it's very interesting to see how this plays Why not? Out. An original game based on an existing beloved franchise. It's going to cost a fraction of what you know a new right. 3D game would cost. The the staff that you'd need, all that stuff is just so much less. And you know, I, I think especially because they're kind of the first to do this, Capcom, the the hype over it is is pretty uh, interesting. Like, how are we getting so excited over something so retro? But um, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying I expect it to be an amazing game, you know. I mean, it's just going to be another Mega Man game. I mean, let's face it. Yeah, we as can't far have as too the, high of expectations. The, yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, it's ten bucks. It's got eight Master Robots. And some people were like, well, that's twice what an NES game costs. It should be five, you know. And it's like, <laughs> well, this isn't an NES game. It's a new game that, that you don't that they just developed, and you cannot play it anywhere else. So it's not an NES game. And then other people were like. Well, that's pretty cool. I guess it's cool that it's retro, but I really hope Mega Man 10 has 16-bit graphics. And it's like already, are, already, already, over. it's like we <laughs> we have to go through the cycle like a second time, right? I mean, I, I just found that so unbelievable. But it's, I mean, if it had been 16-bit, it would have been like, well, this is a DS game. Like that's kind of almost yeah, yeah. You're almost pushing it to the point where it's not really as retro and. And uh, at the same time, I think they'll be able to do things that don't break any laws of 8-bit graphics, but they right. can do it so much better and make it look pretty cool as an 8-bit game. Like, whereas they would have had a lot of difficulty doing those things 
on an actual hard. NES at the time yeah. with memory constraints and whatever else, and, and just programming was, you know, I'm sure much more difficult back then with what they had. Um, yeah, I'm wondering how many bugs they can iron out, because even the old Mega Man games, if there was too much going on on the screen at the time, like, characters would start flashing. Yeah. You know, they'd mm -hmm. kind of they'd disappear and reappear, and things would kind of slow down. It's like, you know, maybe they've ironed out those problems that we don't have to deal with that anymore. I would imagine um, that all that's gone, because, uh, you know, you're not programming it for the NES hardware, you know? I, I, but do we know that? No. In fact, I was going to say it would be really cool if they would release a limited edition one on an actual NES cartridge. Oh, that'd be hilarious. I think that would be awesome. But With, like, really bad box art, too. <laughs> yeah, something, like, hand-drawn. <laughs> but uh, oh, man. I don't see that happening because I don't think that the game would run on an NES. We've been asking for this for quite a while. I mean, the two of us with like yeah, make it's... more two D games. You know, two D gaming is still fun. Bring it back. You know, make it three D, but make it two D at the same time. And and uh, you know, Sonic seems to be doing that with the new Sonic Unleashed game. That's a whole other topic. We uh, want to get I'm into not right gonna. Now. I'm not gonna agree with you there right. yet. But we'll see. Well, well, I mean, they they're doing more traditional Sonic things than they have recently. Right. Mm -hmm, right. It, you know, they're at least trying to go they're back a little bit. Starting to, to those, get it, I but think. But the, but they're but they're not where we want them to be, not obviously. All. And uh, and that'll be more clear when the game comes out. But uh, so it's really nice to see them doing what we've wanted. My question to you is, what other games would you like to see with a sequel in the same game's old style? Hmm. Oh, golly, that's that's a tough question. What? Um. Just the idea. I mean, for me, it doesn't even have to be a revival of an old franchise. You look at a game like N Plus on 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 Xbox right. Live. It's very simple graphics, and that's totally acceptable when gameplay is the focus, right? Mm -hmm. So I think it would be cool to see an eight or sixteen bit game um, that from scratch, basically from scratch that you could imagine on a Super Nintendo, but. Um, but made from scratch today, so you're, you, the constraints of the graphics drive the gameplay, but you're not constrained with like memory, like I said, or even maybe sound to some extent, um, or you know storytelling. Like a lot of times, the memory limited an RPG's ability to even communicate. So you talk to a little town person, and they say hello, and that's it. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> right, they can I, do those things better now. I can imagine how much more they could do with that same style of graphics, but with today's kind of technology, you know? Well, Tim and I are, are in total agreement then that this is the beginning of something that could be very good and hopefully not something really horrible. All right, well, moving on to comic talk. This week we had our A Different Directive comic. And this was a lot of fun for me to do. Uh, you know, Tim and I were thinking of some Wally jokes. Mm -hmm. And it was just hilarious because Tim had not seen Wally yet, and I had seen it twice. So <laughs> I knew the movie from back to front, and Tim really only knew what he had seen in the trailer. Yep. So you know, so you're kind of like, oh, it, so there's like, like, there's like one, uh, there's like a fat pilot, right? There's like one human on on Earth now. I'm like, just go see the movie, Tim. Well, I didn't even know <laughs> about the fat pilot. I, I I don't even think I remember that from the trailer. I. I knew almost Yeah, they show him for like a split it. second in the trailer. Cause it, right. Um, but Cause it's yeah, so, so insulting. You know, we were, we were thinking about wanna... ideas, and I was like, well, I have a great idea, but I don't want to say it because I don't want to ruin the movie for you. <laughs> you know? And what, But it was also kind of nice because it helped me filter the ideas down for 
people who also haven't seen the movie. You right. know, if Tim and I had both seen the movie, we would just do whatever crazy Wally comic we wanted without really considering what people have and haven't seen in the movie. So I think that helped us strike the right balance because eventually you did see it, and then, you know, we, we kind of leveled out on what exactly it should be that uh, uh, Wally and Eve should be doing. Right. Yeah, it worked out really well. I, I mean, I think the artwork is really top-notch. Some of your best... Thanks. Ever. Um, I, it was funny, though. I, I think I mentioned briefly in the post that it seemed like we had so many ideas that every time we were like, so what should the comic be? We'd, instead of solidifying the idea and just say, okay, this is what it is, we'd we would kind of talk <laughs> well, we'd kind of talk about it, and then the conversation would probably end up you know, with brawl or something like it always does. <laughs> Segway into something else, right? And then, then the next Which, day, by the way, did you watch those replays yet? No, I haven't. Sorry. All right, we'll get to that tonight. Yeah, but um, you know, then next day, Ray says, "So, what's the comic about?" I'm like, "What do you mean? We just talked about that last night. Why aren't I was you?" Like, and I was like, "No, we really didn't." Man. You're like, "No, remember?" I'm so, like, so, I, so whenever Tim wasn't like, whenever Tim was like, "Come on, we figured it out." I was like, "Okay, well, let's go to this panel by panel." You know, and we get towards <laughs> the end. I was like. Wait, oh, so should it happen? be this or this? It's like, okay, see, we do not know what we're doing here. Um, <laughs> it but so it was nice because I could, I could do those panels up front. Like, I knew what the first two should be and then the next two. And, and so, you know, I was able to do it from the start, whereas some other times we don't even have a good start for a comic, so I have nowhere to even start drawing. Right. Um, one, of, one of the jokes that we considered that you did not mention was something, or maybe you did mention it, was something to do with uh, Rob. Like somehow Wally meets Rob. Yeah, I mentioned it briefly. I th like okay. I thought maybe kind of love triangle type of story. So they're they're each trying to show off to Eve, uh, right. but I really didn't know where that would go. You know, I thought yes. I mean, the, them meeting is almost half the joke because you know they have some similarities there. But it seemed a little bit obvious, I guess. Uh, Kevin Briga gave me an idea of putting like he's like, hey, you know how there's like. Well, I don't want to ruin the movie for anyone, but there's stuff, you know, it's, it's, it's you know, Earth is trash. So there's trash everywhere. And he's like, why don't you have, like, Rob and, and like, E-102R, like, in the background, like, buried in the dirt sort of thing. And I was like, I really like that idea. So I was able to sneak Rob into the comic, which no one has noticed yet. No, so and I, that's why start. I didn't want to mention it in the post. Yeah, so. yeah, and I was glad you didn't mention anything, because I wanted to see if anyone could pick it out without us cluing anyone. But now that no one has, it's like, okay, go back to the comic, more page views, and take a look and see if you can find <laughs> Rob hidden there somewhere. Yeah, I had thought of a number of things we could throw in the trash pile, but they'd all be too obvious, like um, like a Virtua Boy or something like that. <laughs> right. Some, <laughs> some of the worst of the worst, but... Uh, so I'm glad we went with the joke that we did because it was a little more unique than, you know, Rob. Because people, you know, people were saying that every time I see Wally, I think of Rob. You know, that connection is already being made by lots of people. So we tried to do something Holy very, God. very different that no one else would make a comic about. Yeah, my, my biggest concern was that maybe not that many people knew of the whole E.T. myth where they dumped all the cartridges in the landfill or whatever. But I think, I think enough are probably aware of it that... And I, and I don't think you need to know either. I think I think you know the joke lays heavily enough on the fact that ET is a horrible game, and Eve is there to destroy it basically. Right. Um, you know that you don't need to know that up front, but it's a little funnier knowing that you know there might be somewhere a, a landfill filled with ET cartridges. Yeah. 
Well, for every great comic comes great comments. And my comment of the week goes to Tustin, who said, Brilliant! I haven't seen the movie, but it sounds fun. Great comic, guys. What's a directive? (laughs) 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 To which I say, go see the movie. Yeah. (laughs) Go see it, people. Yeah, well, on that note, um, my comment of the week goes to Swimming Bird, who said... The comic pushed me over the edge of wanting to see the film, and I'm glad I finally did. Awesome. That was pretty cool that, you know... We... Yeah, I hope people are watching it. It's a great movie. Yeah, I mean, I maybe we shouldn't get into this, but my biggest criticism is I don't like... Oh, okay, well, edit. Edit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just don't want to spoil the movie for anyone. No, Go I see know. it, people. Go You'll like it. it. All right, moving along. The happiest part of Toby Start Live. <laughs> what was it called again? The Happy Time Award or whatever? <laughs> yeah, we never had a good name for it. Happy well, Time the Award. dark clouds are rolling in, and that yes. can only mean one thing. Darkness has taken over the land, and the dreaded Black Doom Award makes its entrance. <laughs> Each week, Tim and I both mention a terrible choice made related to video games in honor of the worst character Sonic Team has ever created. Bark the Polar Bear. I mean, Black Doom. Ugh, Bark the Polar Bear. <laughs> My goodness. He was in a fighting game. <laughs> oh, no. A fighting Sonic game? Well, what's your Black Doom award, Tim? Well, on the topic of Mega Man 9, it's hard to call this a Black Doom award because it's only a rumor at this stage, but... So it's kind of like, like a gray Doom it's, award? It's a gray... It's a, it's a future... Black Doom Award because it's probably going to happen. Um, okay. It, there's a couple different... I think Nintendo Power and Famitsu have both alluded to the fact that Mega Man 9 will have downloadable content. And I hate downloadable content mainly because a lot of times you feel like that stuff should have been included in the game anyways or free. I mean, there's there's some instances it's okay... Yeah, we've talked about this before. So, you know, we'll see what it is. I don't want to call it the worst thing in the world yet. Uh, but, I don't know. It, it it seems the wrong thing to do when you're when you're going back to the 8-bit era and then, you're make, then you have downloadable content on that game. It's like, no, that didn't exist back then and it shouldn't exist in this game. If it has anything to do with gameplay, I'll be pretty disappointed. If it's like, a X, if it's like an Xbox uh, theme or... or picture pack, then I don't really care. Yeah, maybe it's like you can change Mega Man into Proto Man or something. And like maybe maybe it's like you you download new cheats to But see even the, that, if you had to styles. pay for that, would you really want to? I hope you don't have to pay for it, but uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. If you did have to pay for it, that would be ridiculous. But but I guess yeah, it, the most important thing is it doesn't affect if it doesn't affect gameplay, I I'd, I'd be somewhat okay with it. Like you know, you get a bonus stage if you pay for pay for it. That's that would be dumb. So let's hope that's not true, or if it is true, it's something stupid like a wallpaper, or a picture pack, or something. You can pay. You can pay to download the virtual PDF game manual. <laughs> that's what I want. Now to see. that would be stupid. <laughs> but uh, and it's for Mega Man Nine. Press A to jump. <laughs> All right, my Black Doom Award goes to the Ion Drum Rocker. Is this which the... Is, which is Rock Band's officially licensed deluxe drum set yep. that is compatible with Rock Band and Rock Band 2. 
Here's the thing, people. Rock Band comes with a, a, a drum set, okay? And it's kind of, you know, it's kind of limited. There's only a few pads and you, you play with the beat, you know, to simulate a real drum set. Well, the officially licensed deluxe drum set, as, as Joystick said, the four high durability, quiet, velocity sensitive pads can be mounted and rearranged in any position and even outfitted with professional drum brains from, Ale from Alessis. Add in a metal reinforced kick pedal with velcro and spikes to prevent slippage and two packaged mounted cymbals with the option to add a third. And you've got what's unquestionably the Rolls Royce of drum controllers. Okay, and if you want to buy this, it's going to cost you $300 for this drum set itself. I thought it was 250 I read it was 300 Oh my gosh, either way. Either way, it's a lot of money. And it's I guess a heck like, of a lot of money. Like it's great, you know, it's it's cool if you want to come out with like really awesome peripherals. But we're talking about musical instruments here, okay? And and like if you're gonna buy a really expensive drum set, why don't you just make it real? Okay? Why don't you just make it a real drum set that you can actually make normal music with? It's like the whole idea of of like rock band is that it's simple and it's fun. Anyone can pick it up and they can press the five buttons or three, you know, and and you know, do their, you know, do their best with it and have fun rocking out. You know, the more realistic you make these things, the more ridiculous it's going to become. And so I guess just the idea for me of like, oh, look at our super tricked out electronic video game drum set. It's like, why don't you just buy a normal, like, just a, like a real electronic drum set, you know? Like, this is for a video game. Let us have our video game fun. Don't make it ridiculous. Like, that's all I ask. Yeah, it's it's kind of silly. I mean, it'd be like for Wii Sports, like buying a tennis racket attachment that's like an actual like Wilson graphite tennis racket. Like yeah, it has like a, it's made of great material and fits well in your hand. And it's got like high velocity strings on it so that when you swing it, it'll the wind resistance will be you know blah 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 whatever <laughs> you know. Yes, yeah. it's, it's a little overkill. I mean. It's like you're. It's basically like you guys are missing the point, is is how I think of it. Well, it makes me wonder how. I know there there's a new drum set for Rock Band 2 anyway. Right. But how tough would it be to use the same materials as on on the the low end one and and make them adjustable? You know, put a put like, are they really chintzing out on the regular drum set? and only making some of these useful features on the tricked-out one? Probably. I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, I, I like the I, idea of being able to adjust the drums. I know you can't do that in, in Rock Band, the, the first one. Right. So are you going to be able to do that on the, the Rock Band 2? And the, the reality is the drum set is not going to work for Guitar Hero because that's how they are. Right. So... so you're really limited in what you can do with this thing. So, right. I don't know. Yeah. Alright, well, that'll do it for this edition of 2P Start Live. Join us every Wednesday for a brand new comic, and every Monday for a brand new podcast. Just like the one you heard here, except better. With that, he's Tim. <laughs> uh, and we will see you next week. <laughs>